What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Cabbage Cart Podcast, where we'll be discussing all things Avatar. That includes Avatar The Last Airbender, The Legend of Korra, the graphic novels, and books. Fair warning, this podcast will contain spoilers for all Avatar content. With that being said, I hope you enjoy the show. This week on The Cart, we discuss The Promise. Ricky, uh, what are your thoughts on that, sweetie? Sweetie? Stop it, guys. You're giving me the oogies. Well, then. I'm your host, Austin. I'm Ian. I'm Ricky. And this is the Cabbage Cart Podcast. So the reason why we did talk Bay Fong's Metal Bending Academy before The Promise is because we didn't want to spoil... Top Beifong's Metal Bending Academy from the Promise <laughs> Part Two. <laughs> it's basically the whole the whole second book. It talks more about the metal bending. You see more of the academy than we do in the whole entire Metal Bending Academy book. And all three books take place in Udao, right? Yeah, yes. all three. Well, um, I mean, all there four. are some all four books. Oh, that's right. Wait, wait, wait. Well, oh, well four here in the Promise. Top no. Metal Bending Academy. Oh, right. <laughs> Which actually turns out to just be a sub-story of part two of The Promise. Yeah. yeah. It, it could have definitely happened within book two of The Promise. Yeah. like I, I feel like it could have for sure. <laughs> yeah. And they – well, they go to Bossing Say a little bit in The Promise too. They do. Mm. But Yu Dao is our, main, is our main guy right here. And it seems like in a lot of these uh, post-100-year war stories that uh, they occur – in Udao, it seems like the development of Udao is really important, and we believe it's going to be Republic City, right? We don't see Udao in the in the shows, right? No, 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 no. not even Cora. Yeah, it's, Udao is, is well, is strictly I think, from the comics. Right? I think Udao becomes Republic City, right? Udao becomes like the like a, a group of of cities. You like think? part part of a, they do. It's I, like I, a I, metropolitan I, area. Well, like the 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 UN kind of thing. Oh, mm. like they become the all these different little uh, um, towns and and cities they who are who are ambiguous for who they belong to, Fire Nation or Earth Kingdom. You know, they all become like different cities, and they become like the UN. And I it's think like it turns. Pot. I think one yeah. it turns into Republic City, like right, like one central that hub conglomerate. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like the first place post hundred year war where everybody from every nation kind of conglomerates, right? And then as they develop a society out of that, it becomes Republic City, right? Right. Should we give just like a brief summary of what the promise is? Oh man, um, what did I what did I text uh, text you to Clark last night? <laughs> Let's give a in simplest of terms. Can I? Can yeah, I, go for oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I do it? Uh, hold on. Let me go. Let me find it. Zuko mad. Ain't mad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Basically, the gang overreacts when Zuko changes his mind, continues to shit on him, even though he's right, then eventually realizes realizes he was right, and everyone lives happily ever after. Yep, that's basically. basically. He being right, as in Zuko being right. Correct. Okay. Correct. <laughs> basically, there's a... Com- I, I seriously don't understand... The conflict of the story in the sense that I'm like, seriously, this could have just been talked out. Right. And like, like, and it, it is wrong to just forcefully move these people out of Yudao into, into the, back into the Fire Nation. Like, so, okay, real quick, give us a, so give us a little bit more detailed recap of like what the conflict is. All right. So the conflict is over, uh, the city of Yudao. It's one of many Fire Nation colonies that were established in the Earth Kingdom. They do this Harmony Restoration Act. 
movement that uh, that is aiming to replace the Fire Nation citizens back into the Fire Nation from these colonies. However, it gets it gets gray because the people that live in in these colonies in Udao have lived there for generations. So they're since the Hundred Year War. Yeah. Okay. So they they've intermingled and they've become you know a new like there's a. a a mother and a father, one of them's a firebender, one of them's an earthbender, and the people there like have live learned to live uh with each other. And so Zuko feels betrayed by betraying his people, and Aang is moving forward with the restoration movement, and there's like a stalemate and standoff. Uh the Earth Kingdom eventually sends an army. <laughs> the Fire Nation sends an army. They start fighting. <laughs> It, 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 so okay, the com like I'm like this. Uh. So okay, well, first, first off, I so we just came from Toff's Toff Bay Fong's Metal, Metal Bending Academy, um, with a certain style of artwork. This book has a completely different um, art to it, and it, it's more akin to the the show, it, yeah. it and the and the other uh, comics and yeah. the other comics. Yeah, it it feels like a comic book. The the quality of it doesn't feel like an indie comic. It feels like an actual comic book. And it feels like you're being treated with the same respect that the show is being treated with. Not, not that the Metal Bending Academy wasn't, but it felt more independent. Like, yeah, that's than, a good way to than, put it. Than this. Like how you can see how Zuko looks drained and... and he he looked emaciated yes, towards the end of the yeah, book. Yeah, 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 yeah because yeah, he yeah. hasn't been sleeping and right. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So... It seems like it seems like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where to go over there. It seems like Toph uh, right now, as far as comics we have available, Toph's uh, Bayfong's Metal Bending Academy is kind of the outlier. Like guitar mm, is in the Pirate Silver. I haven't read it yet, but that one might be worse. Uh, well, that's true. And even the artwork's different here because we have right here in front of us uh, the what is this? The Lost Adventures of the Avatar. Well, that's Tales. all different artworks. Uh, yeah, there's and, some weird artwork. Art in there. It's kind of cool, but it, there's some weird art. I do in there. like seeing, the, but I, I gotta say, of all of them, like the ones from the original, like the 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 Smoke and Shadow, North and South, the Promise, the Rift, uh, all of those seem to have a better art style overall. I, I yes. feel like the idea I – mean, I mean, these came out first. So the idea is like this is the style of the TV show. It, it's getting the fans of the TV show into the comics. And all this stuff is afterwards. The uh, Katara and the Pirate Silver, Toph Beifong's Metal Bending Academy. It's all, it's all fluff. It's all stuff right. that we haven't really seen anything lately. Um, and it's just to continue the conversation of Avatar. Well, and I like that they're bringing more artists into it, though, too. Because right. it would get maybe a little stale, honestly. Like, even if it is cool. I don't know. Guru Hero. Is that his name? Guru Hero? Yeah, Guru Hero. Yeah, I would love if he just did all the comics. <laughs> <laughs> he's amazing. Maybe we'll see him more in Avatar Studios. Yeah. You know? He's got to be. Yeah. I will have to say, after reading this, uh, The Promise, especially Part 2, I can, I'm very happy to announce... Um, I am definitely Team Taka. <laughs> this ship, words, dude. I've Man. hung, I've hung the Man. sail. You're gonna get this hate ship. Mail. You're gonna this die ship on that, is that setting island. sail, dude. Team Taka all the way. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if that relationship works. That's just me, though. It's kind of like, they're but too, they're, exactly because why does it give it? Is it giving you oogies? <laughs> the fucking oogies, man. I'm, oh God. Um. What is what's up with that? I don't understand the the sweetie. They in in the uh, in the book the, the library edition they go and they talk about why they use sweetie, and 
I get it. I, I don't know. It just it, it weirds me out, it, dude. It gives me the oogies. <laughs> like, like I I don't know. It I didn't like it either. It took me some. I'm still not really used to it. But it's in north. It's in all of the comic north and south. Like especially north. Like well, that's where I first saw it because that was one of the first ones I read. Well, yeah, but Katara can't call Aang like Big Dick Champ. You know. <laughs> <laughs> that's the FCE version. <laughs> What's up, big dick champ? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> need some. <laughs> so, so they have this. Uh, back to the to the book. the The whole conflict is the prom. the 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 promise is uh, what Zuko made Aang do. Basically, he made Aang promise to him that if he were to turn into his father in any any certain way, that Aang would end him, un- unlike how he did Ozai. So, okay. And so just to clarify, so he's his promise that he made Aang agree to Zuko's promised or Aang's promise to Zuko that Zuko is kind of enforcing on him is if I ever turn into Ozai, you kill me. Correct. Okay. Yep. Reluctantly, he agrees. And then Katara is like, yeah, you need, you need to agree to that. <laughs> that's pre- Well, yes, that's pretty funny. <laughs> but that's also uh, pretty heavy. And it's a lot to ask out of Aang. He's not really a... He's, he's not the killer. fourteen. Yeah, no, he's thir- 13, thirteen at this point. Well, when no, he makes one, when he makes the promise, right, he's thirteen. Right. Oh, okay. And then, and then one, year, uh, one year later, he's fourteen when he has to make that call. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Well, I killed a couple people when I was fourteen. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Did uh, so? What's um, What's I want to know more because okay so just full disclaimer for I don't want anybody out there to think that I read the book because I didn't you know what I mean? <laughs> we all got I, lives it's all good man you know uh, Ricky and Ian here have both read the book so this we'll be learning about this together today friends and uh, I want to know a little bit more about Toff like what is what why is Toff's Metal Bending Academy which by the way I think Ricky you had a text uh, Toff's MBA that's how I'm going to refer to it from yeah, now on because it's a freaking mouthful yeah. right how uh, what's why is that so important in, in the second part of the promise well because of the oogies that Sok is getting he's like he's like he ditches them Avatar and Katara or Aang is that because of the oogies is that yeah, why he he's, like, he's like I don't want to be stuck with them okay. this whole time so he, he hops off so he's not even putting up with the sweeties and the no no no, no it's no, just no. it's <laughs> it's it's so gross man I don't know it's, maybe that's why they call it the oogies because it, it kind of grosses me out <laughs> as well as it grosses right. maybe that's tough and I like the there's a part in here where uh, where um uh, Sokka's like, would you look at that? You know, or they need to stop that. And and uh, Toph is like picking her nose. <laughs> oh and yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's like, what are you talking about? And, like, you talking about me? And she's like, oh yeah, oh yeah. That's gross too. Stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and so when they well they go to the metal bending academy, and then you're introduced to her students who haven't learned how to metal bend yet. So Sokka helps her train them as metal bending because he's a motivational bender. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He, he's a motivational bender. He's a motivational right. bender, and then he figures out, uh, like they create this giant metal statue of a boar, a flying boar, um, and they try to like scare the metal benders into metal bending. Blah blah blah. There's it's like, a, it's like there's a, a like a, a suit, like a yeah. big metal suit of armor. Oh yeah, right. and obviously the whole point, by the way, is that a Fire Nation teacher is trying to take the school back that was initially his. Okay. So their students okay. are going to start fighting. Yeah. So so the the well, the harmony restoration movement movement 
Um, so they, they, uh, Zuko and, and, uh, the Earth King. Kui. Kui? I don't know. I can't stand him. He, he runs from everything and he doesn't take responsibility for any kind of decision he makes. Pretty much but, every Earth noble. Right, right. Just yeah. some slimy ass noble. Yeah. He sucks, man. He, I really hate the Earth King. I, I he sucks. Yeah. And the whole, <laughs> and his whole lineage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you and your whole lineage. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> Prince Wu, like, redeems himself at the end. Yeah, yeah. but. And, and I'd like, I'd be interested to see, uh, like, the follow up to that, like, how the Earth, Earth Kingdom is after he becomes Earth King or uh, after he becomes, like, a politician. It's in Korra. Is it really? It's in the Korra book. Damn it. I need to yeah, read that. They have, like, the first election. Sorry, we interrupted you though. In the middle. Yeah, I lost my train of thought. Son of a bitch. <laughs> That's okay. We'll, we'll circle back to that. Damn one. it! I lost it. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> no, we were discussing uh, the Metal Bending Academy, right? MBA. Okay. Oh yeah. So the the uh, Harmony Restoration Movement. Um, they 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 started. So so Zuko. Um, there was an assassination attempt on his life. While he's while he's that sleeping. chick is dope. Yeah, so that was a really cool character. That, you I ever think. seen Kill Bill? Yeah. So you know, um, I can't I can't think of her name. The the one the the woman with the the chain like the and she kicks gets a, her head the top of her head lopped off. I so I you see her brain that chick. I think so. Yeah. I think so. But like all the all these different like samurai or, or ninja ninja women come and and fight. Uh, but this this one has like like a a ball and chain that she kicks around and everything. That this what's her name? I can't. Think I can't. I can't remember her name. <laughs> we have the book here. We should just look into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but she has. She's a an earthbender, and she has this like rock that's like that's uh, um, surrounded with like metal chains, and she like and spikes. Her spike. Well, it's chains. It's on. A, it's on a chain. Yeah, and she like uses it to. So she's got like this mace thing. Yeah, that she she, but she's an earthbender, so she, she, she can, can control it. She can control the, that's the flail. Dope. It's she's a really cool dope. chick. Yeah, flail. That's what the weapon is. Flail. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so there's an assassination attempt on on Zuko's life, and um, so he in, ends up capturing the he captures he her. captures her and then takes her back to Yu Dao. So the reason that she tried to kill him is because these people have been living there for since the Hundred Year War. They're, they intermingled, you know. The, she's a, a Fire Nation citizen, but she's also an Earthbender, you know. So she identifies with both. And and there's a bunch of people that are mad that they're trying to kick them out of Yudao. And this is how this is how Zuko ends up it's, being on on like his he get he sees these people, which is weird because why wouldn't he just you know like call up Aang and be like hey hey come, come look at this right this city right I don't know it would avoid a uh, lot <laughs> yeah but at the same time I mean if Aang gets involved in every little and, conflict and in li- every town what, like what is the Avatar supposed to do like. I, I yeah, it's, it's supposed to keep balance. Okay, what does that look like? It's the same reason why it's all. It's, it's all the same reason arbitrary. why. It's the same reason why, like uh, the president of Republic City didn't want to get involved in the Southern Water Tribe conflict. It's all arbitrary, in my opinion. It feels arbitrary. The Avatar's like keep the world segregated. Yes, I, I, we gotta keep, we gotta restore balance. So, so we have to separate these people to yeah, restore but, balance. But what gonna, is that? There's gonna be conflict all Awful. the time. It's the same reason why Kyoshi can't be involved, like taking care of of Dao Fai every day, all day, because there's bigger things to worry about than just little conflicts all over the place. So they're trying to bring harmony back to the world and <laughs> and right the wrongs of the Fire Nation, right? And <laughs> the Conqueror takes over. All of the Earth Kingdom, and then Kyoshi gets involved. <laughs> <laughs> that's 
true too. <laughs> that I'm is sorry. true too. Sorry, I'm just laughing. Oh. Any- oh, anyway, anyway, so how we're, we're trying to get to the to the point where Zuko changes his mind on on the harmony and restoration movement, and that's essentially the conflict of the entire book. So I don't think we really touched it too deep on what is the harmony restoration pro- project. They're removing the Fire Nation citizens from the Earth Kingdom. They're restoring okay. restoring the Earth Kingdom cities to the Earth Kingdom. Essentially, they're saying, "Hey, right. we're sorry, no we more Fire back, Nation." Call. But then yes. the people that are there are like, "Well, we no like more, it here. No more Fire Nation citizens." They're, re- they're removing right. Fire Nation citizens. Okay. So, anyway, uh, Zuko gets invited to to see the everyday life of of Yudao, and and he realizes that hey, this isn't as easy as it as it seems. These people have a, have roots here. They've they've intermingled all that kind of all all that kind of good stuff. And then he kind of goes back on his word, but not really. He he just, he's just like mm, I'm not really sure that this is the right way to go. And then everyone overreacts. Everyone. Right, right, uh, right it's on. like he, he changes his mind for a split second and then they're like, oh, Ozai. Oh, it's just like Ozai. Because <laughs> he's, he's not pulling out troops anymore. Like, holy shit. He was just with the Avatar, taught him how to fire Ben, and you're going you're gonna to give him that short of a leash? Right, holy right, shit. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, it is. It, like I said, this is – it's probably what, just one of the reasons why I didn't necessarily – I didn't love it, you know, just because it like it's a really good story, but like the conflict, it it wasn't believable to me that like oh this is how events went down. I don't I don't see it. Oh, like and then that. battles broke out because yeah. he changed his mind for a half second. But yeah. I can see how this would happen because you are dealing with children. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true, but you got to think. About, I mean, just uh, I mean, they're fresh off of the war, right? You know, like maybe there's still some. Even you know. even Toph is like, yep, he's turning into Ozai. Let's let's go ahead and end his ass. Like, God, God <laughs> damn, Christ. it's it. Yeah, no, it's crazy. He does have several. Uh, well, not several, but a few uh, scenes with Ozai where he's talking to him in prison, which <laughs> which are some of the best parts. It really but is. How how come at no point he asked for Iroh's advice? He's only talking to his evil, corrupt father. Right. And, like, at no point is he like, huh, maybe I should. And his justification was, like, uncle wanted a quiet life after the war. Yeah, that's kind of, like, where You mean the dragon of the West? Yeah. It's like you can't go to his tea shop. And yeah, it's in, it's in Bossing Say. Just just yeah. go on in there. I mean, at the same time, like, you can't just pull out the Iroh card every time you need it as far as story writing. Yeah, you know what I you're mean? You're not wrong. You're you not can't, wrong. Because Iroh's always going to have the answer. Right, right. You know? So at, the funny thing at the end of this book – Iroh invents Boba. <laughs> no, it's not Boba. It's it, it's they call it. They um, call it something else, but it is Boba. It, it's it's, it's, yeah, Boba. it's Boba. He's got like little balls of tapioca inside it, his really? tea. Yeah, yeah that's funny. and they I'm, say, I'm looking it up real quick. And they say, uh, like, like Aang says something like, "Oh, I've never had, I've never drank tea that's so chewy." Like, <laughs> and uh, and Iroh's like, "I'm ahead of my time." It's, it's called pearl milk tea. Pearl milk. That's pretty cool. It's Boba. But it's Boba. So from if I understand correctly, so uh, we have this kind of like national conflict in the Earth Kingdom between the Earth Kingdom and the Fire Nation and Aang and the gang and Zuko. But that's also kind of represented in Toss Metal Bending Academy, not the book, but the actual place in Yudao and the Fire Nation uh, teacher that <laughs> was trying to. So it's like a similar conflict, just on a smaller scale, right? Right. So in because because he's trying to take. 
right. the school back. That, okay, so yeah, you just touched on something I wanted to talk about. Yeah, so what they talk about in the the annotations in the library edition, they talk about colonialism and how bad it can be uh, and how ambiguous that that it can get, uh, especially when the people are there left left to their own devices for a long time, like Udall was. So the the main the main story and the main problem in the in the in this book is is the amb- ambiguity of colonialism right and then you have Toph kind of he's she's the little guy and and we have the the, the colonialism kind of pops up again um with the the firebender teacher um coming in and taking over the the academy and you see the little guy win over over the big guy and that's that really mm. I like when the the she's got the the Bayfong symbol hanging and the Fire Nation guy burns it down and Ooh. it exposes uh the Fire Nation symbol on the back of the wall and then Toph like earth bends the wall and just makes it an earthbender symbol. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was fucking dope. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toph's a G, I dude. like to, uh Sokka stops them from fighting. Her the the teacher like Sinyu and uh and Toph are about to fight and, and Sokka stops it. Mm-hmm. And I was really mad. I was like, dude, let Toph fuck him up. Like, yeah. he, <laughs> so so the, the teacher at one point said that uh, he tried to, to justify them being there because metal bending isn't a thing. He's like, get out of here. Metal bending's not a thing. And and Toph is like, oh, yeah, really? And takes a, a, like a, spear. a, a spear and wraps it around his head. Oh, jeez. <laughs> stuck on him for the rest and of the stuck book. Stuck on him the rest of the book. <laughs> <laughs> And then later she on, doesn't take it off. Later yeah. on in the book, he's like, "I can totally take this off. I just I find it easier." Yeah, he hangs around. flags. Yeah, <laughs> it's easier to hang flags on these things. <laughs> That's hilarious. Dude. Sokka is is the funniest part of this book. He's he does a lot of funny stuff. Do you when you read the book? Do you do you read as Sokka's voice? Because I to- uh, I totally I, I totally yeah do. yeah yeah I uh, at least I try like I can hear Toph whenever she speaks yeah. Yeah, I feel like we watched this show so many times you can't not yeah hear that voice yeah or their voices um, one thing too that I thought was really cool in talking to Ian about this book is that there's actually a lot of scene especially in the first maybe only in the first book of the promise a lot of scene overlaps between the show and the comic. So, like, you'll have something that's happening in the background of the comic that is actually a scene from the show. Okay, like, like what? Like when they're in Iroh's tea shop. Yeah, oh, so, yes, yeah, it's in cool. the very beginning of the book, cool. actually. Um, yeah, that's the end of the show kind of interlaps with the beginning of this book. Right. Where, where Aang kisses Katara, and that's where the whole Oogies thing comes from. Yeah, it really bothers me that in canon, like, the end... Of the show, which is amazing, is immediately followed by this stupid Oogie thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> right. It really bothers me. <laughs> this comic sets up the search really well, too. Uh, it, it really, it really does. I'm, I'm super stoked to read the search because and that's next week, right? Yeah, I, if, yeah. Uh, I only have, have one copy. I have. The, well, I think I might, I might get it off of Amazon, but uh, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll I think Azula is low-key my, one of my favorite characters. Azula is, she, is awesome. She's so I cool. hope, because we talked about this, and this is big in the in the, in the the fandom too, I hope they do not give her some kind of redemption arc. I don't want to. I want Zuko We already to got her. the good redemption I want arc. Zuko to kill her. Oh, ooh. Yeah. That, no, that would never happen. I uh, No, like he has to. Well, somebody has to. What's her name? Yeah, I can find out her name. 
That weapon, you see that weapon is so dope. Oh yeah, okay, I see it now. She's dating sneers. So this is the assassin lady. In what show? He's only in one episode, and I I went looking for the episode and I couldn't find him. It's called Jet. It's, I don't think he's in that. But I don't think he's in the show. He, it's in. He is. It says in there. He's in one episode. Huh. And he looks. He looks weird. And I guess he looks. Fe- that no one knew he was a man or a woman. So they. They drew. They found out. No, that that's it, Smellerby. No. No. Uh, no. It's, Sneer. Oh, Smellerby. Huh, I don't know. Smellerby's a chick. Smellerby. Yeah. She's one of the Freedom Fighters. Yeah. Smellerby is actually pretty cool. We do see uh, the Avatar's fan club in this. That was that fan club that turns into the air acolytes. Yeah, that's yeah, actually oh, really. Pretty cool. Yeah, we meet them there. <clears throat> yeah, that's actually pretty cool. Oh, so they're real fans, dude. They like committed their life. <laughs> yeah, some of them got tattoos. So and yeah, Aang they, is they, really they, mad about they, that. Yeah, they they, <laughs> they t- got their own arrow tattoos. They touch on that. Uh, they the whole like cult, cultural appropriation thing like my my culture is not your costume they mm. they touch on that quite a bit um and the the air acolytes or that the, at the time the the fan club puts headbands around the 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 arrow to kind of see but that's cover not consistent with uh, air nomad's philosophy though what do you mean cuz the air nomad philosophy is come one come all kind of thing like everybody's welcome not really. You literally can't go to an air temple if you can't airbend. <laughs> can. No, but you're welcome. They will take you in as a refuge or whatever as long as you just yeah. commit to to their lifestyle. But the, the arrow is what he's talking about. Okay, so because so, they haven't earned that. And they couldn't because they're non-benders. Well, they, they try to justify it by saying that they went through a rigorous like knowledge training on air nomad culture. By who? Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. Know. unless Books. it's from Aang, it means yeah, nothing. it really means, and that's what that's, well, that's, his, that's his point. Yeah, it's like this is sacred. I got a, I got an arrow for a reason. You know, I get it. I get it too. I get it. Okay, so it's not necessarily that he had a problem with this fan club. It's that they didn't earn the right to the right. arrow, which is a sacred symbol. It was a sacred. They didn't understand how sacred the arrow was, kind of thing. Yeah. So, or Aang was like, "You can't sit with us." <laughs> Seats taken. <laughs> That's funny. Dude. So, so back to the Toph uh, Metal Bending Academy Part Two. Yeah. So the students, like by the end of the book, they obviously learn how to metal bend and stuff, and then they beat they beat up the Fire Nation guys with coins. So <laughs> and they keep on heating up the coins and they yeah, like because they're firebending <laughs> so they're sh- launching these discs through the fire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like stop firebending! They're just heating up the metal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they end up they come out and fight during uh, the the end conflict too. Yeah, because there is a, a battle does go on outside of Udal between the Earth Kingdom and the Fire Nation. Kind of, it's kind it's of. a very short short battle. I think another cool thing um, that comes out of the the Toph storyline is um, how she figured out her students. She has a like a metal band around her yeah around the, her arm uh, meteorite meteorite right? meteorite oh. band around her arm, and whenever she walks by certain people, it like vibrates. Yeah. So she can identify so, a metal bender. So she can identify a metal bender somehow. Before I, they right. even know. Before they even power. know it. Yeah. Right. So, and and while well, she's working out this theory in the book, and it ends up being right. Yeah. Oh, that's so, pretty dope. So that, I, I, that has repercussions. Like, how do you find other metal benders? You had put a meteorite next to him and it starts vibrating? Like, 
I don't know. It, yeah. It's kind of cool. No, that is super cool, actually. That's actually really cool. Right. I had no idea that that was even a thing, because they don't touch about that at all. In, no, they in, don't. In any of the other... <laughs> no. Anytime the NBA is referenced, never once <laughs> never, is that mentioned. Never once. So that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Part two of The Promise just makes me, like, so upset about Top Metal Living Academy, the standalone. <laughs> right. Like, it just... Because Part two of The Promise is actually a better version yeah. of Top's NBA. Yes. It's yes. what I was expecting when yeah, I started reading right. NBA. You should most definitely mention how she finds metal bending. <laughs> anyway, okay, so part one of the promise is basically the initial agreement and conflict. Right. Part two is Toss that – metal bending it, economy. Yeah, basically, is that conflict being manifest on a smaller scale between a fire – Ben's yes. a teacher yes. and yes. and Toph. And then part three is where it all kind of comes together and they have the battle and then they have the resolution. Right. Yes. Right. The okay. Kiyoshi warriors become um, Zuko's royal bodyguards. Yeah. The, awesome. Like Suki and, and Tai Lee, they end up uh, like watching over him as yeah. he sleeps. Well, there was that assassination attempt that right. – Assassination. Assassination attempt. <laughs> that, uh, like Sean Connery all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> Just feel like I was watching League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> that's a really good movie. Man, I don't pulling that one out of left field. Shit. Dude, that's one of the best Sean Connery movies ever. Uh, chill, bro. Well, okay, I watched it when I was like nine. Okay. So. Have you ever <laughs> yeah. seen any James Bond movie? I mean, come on. Okay. We won't get into this. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, I mean, we're, we're, really new, we're new generation. <laughs> Daniel Craig is where it's at, for sure. Okay. 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 Anyway, sorry. Continue. I wonder how... How many? I'm uh, I'm named after the author of James Bond, by the way. Really, Ian Fleming. Yeah, huh. that's so lame. Fuck you. <laughs> what an awful name. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, wasn't that guy a terrible person? <laughs> <laughs> Hates freedom. Yeah, that's funny, dude. But I, I, actually, that's okay. No, I don't want to get too sidetracked on the James Bond stuff. <laughs> Get back to back to Cabbage Cut, a James Bond podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the Metal Bending Academy, how does how does that end? They end up kicking kicking these Fire Nations citizens' asses, and they, yeah, okay. they run for the hills, and and they're like, Toph is like, hey, you guys can metal bend now, fucking fantastic. I was right. So and she was right because she was the only person that ever believed in them. That's how they could metal bend. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. <sighs> What uh, there's some there's some weird stuff. We, oh, man, I, we, I like how we say we love this book and we just tear it apart. We keep well, yeah, talking we about Toff's MBA, and maybe that's my fault because I keep bringing it up. But because I know this is the promise episode, but Ian, you finally kind of deduced where Toff's MBA took place because we talked about this last Ooh, week. Yes, I did, and we couldn't figure out like what timeline it fell in. And you actually had a really good idea about it. Do you remember? Um, okay, so Toff Metal Bending Academy has to take place. Uh, before the rift, uh, you have in in the promise. Her students are are just learning how to how to to metal bend. Um, the search. I don't think they're in the search. I haven't read I haven't read all of it yet, but I don't think they're in the search. Uh, and then in the rift, they're already teachers. So at some point, they would have had to learn to do that. So it has to happen before the rift. Okay, that's good enough. When does the rift happen? God damn it. <laughs> 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 after the search <laughs> after the search uh yeah it goes uh pr- the promise the search uh nba 
I don't know where North when North and South take place because you said that 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 they don't refer to her students as. Well, it's got to take place after. Well, obviously, it takes place after the promise. Right. The promise is the first one. Right. Um, it doesn't say explicitly that they're teachers. I believe she just refers to them. I can't remember how they're referred to, but I'm I Lily did. lovers. <laughs> Lily lovers. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily say that they're. Te- There's nothing that implies that they're teachers at that point. It seems more like they're on a training mission with their teacher. That's the way it kind of seems. Okay, so then it, then it could be basically Promise Search, North and South, Metal Bending Academy, The Rift, Imbalance. Yeah. Oh, and Smoking Shadows. And oh, Smoking. Sh- oh, that's right. Uh, Smoking Shadow is in there. I forget about the book every time. Yeah, we have it. <laughs> yeah, it's in right there. <laughs> a lot of good is doing up there, dude. There's a these library editions are one of one hundred percent worth it. Like these things are are super dope. Um, Buy it off of Amazon. Don't go yeah. to freaking Barnes and Noble. Holy don't, crap! I want to support Barnes and Noble, but no, no, it's forty dollars yeah. at, at at Barnes and Noble. You can get it for twenty five or thirty bucks on Amazon. Yeah, from Definitely. Dark Horse. From Dark Horse. I wonder why they close so many of Barnes and Noble's. Down. I know, right? God. <laughs> that logic right there. Okay, so <laughs> we kind of got the whole we kind of got the whole story up to this point from 1 and 2. So part 3 is the resolution of all of this. Uh where does it start off? Where does part 3 start off? Uh I believe part 3 starts off with the uh with uh both the Earth Kingdom Armies, yeah, yeah. It's it's the battle between. Oh no, it's the nightmare. Um, Aang and Zuko oh, both right. share a dream, and it's the same like, exact it's, dream. It's the same exact dream. Oh, yeah. So it's interesting. It, it, it's just the furthering the connection that Aang and Zuko have as a yin and yang type character. And it okay. And, and um, they are somehow they are connected because because of Roku being his great grandfather. Yeah, and right. and Aang finds that out in this story. That was that was an interesting point. Um, that no, discovery. Aang doesn't find out. Yes, he does. He Aang. tells him at the end of the story that that Roku was his grandfather, yeah. great grandfather. Oh, that's right. Only Zuko knew that, and yeah. it's never disclosed in the show. In the to show, Aang yeah. yet. But yeah. here in part three of uh, of the promise, we're seeing that Aang's learning that from Zuko at the very end, after yeah. the fight is done. Okay. Well, the the first panel of book three um, basically is the is the first time that the artist or the the team of artists ever drew rain in a comic book. Oh. And in uh, what I thought was cool is that uh Let according that to the, according to the annotations, um all four elements in that that scene are in chaos. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's cool. Good job, Avatar. Yeah, they did balance. a good job with the rain too. That's got to be a hard thing to draw. It's just little lines. I know, but like otherwise like if I were to do that, it looked like I just like Messed up like my a, drawing, like a child did it. Or something. <laughs> yeah, it just, I'm awful at drawing. It would look, it would not look like that. I can tell you that <laughs> you wouldn't know that that's rain, <laughs> even if it is just lines. When Aang goes into the Avatar state, it, it looks really cool. It really but, does. Yeah, it, really it looks does. amazing. So, uh, what was this? Uh, do we want to disclose what this dream was, or should we leave it up to it's, the it's, readers? It's to... the fight that happens later, and in this dream. Oh, it was like a four, like a like a like a uh, yeah in this dream, vision. Yeah, and then uh, Roku is standing behind Aang and behind uh, like the spirit of Roku, and then behind Zuko is like the spirit it's, of his father. Uh, it's Ozai, yeah, it's Ozai. Oh. Yeah. It's weird. It's like it's like and then good Aang, angel, bad angel yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, okay. and then Aang kills Zuko in the dream. Well, yeah, <laughs> Aang, Aang is like you need to, or Zuko is like you need to, you, you need you need to do that. 
and uh like right before was it right before they they fight he sees ursa yeah behind yeah. roku he sees he sees oh so we so it's two good angels versus one bad angel. yeah and and then they like they fight uh and they Aang and Zuko start fighting or go to fight and and Zuko sees Ursa and he's like, No, wait, wait, wait. So okay. they, and then they wake up. They End of the dream. Up. Yeah, they yeah. Both, they both wake up. It's interesting that they do have that spiritual connection between the two of them. Is it because he's Roku's grandson? God, it's gotta be. It's gotta be. Headcanon. Yeah. Headcanon. It's yeah, well I agree with that though. I mean that that's kinda like the whole thing that they were setting up at the end of the at the end of the show. Right, you know, so it may, yeah, I, I, hundred percent believe that. And even, even Aang says that to, uh, to Zuko at the end. He, he says, "I consider you family." Yeah, it's, it's, uh, interesting that Aang comes to this conclusion at the end that he'll never be able to fully, uh, what's the word I'm looking? Not disattach, like what's un- unattach himself from. From, from his, his his friends and yeah. things that he loves, yeah, he'll never be able to do that. Ang, yeah, Aang. I think that that's probably Ang's biggest flaw is that he he admits his, it too, he, right? And he, they they talk about it in the in the annotations is that his biggest weakness is his friends. Yeah, so that goes back to Guru <laughs> Pat Pothic, right? What? It's, same thing with like Superman. Your, I'm thinking of like no, it's like the Emperor. Your faith in your friends is yours. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars Episode Six, my favorite. <laughs> Does um, does if this, Aang uh, had a lightsaber, what color would it be? Aang. Aang. It would be blue. It'd be, uh, it'd be like it'd be glowy blue. Yeah, it'd be it matches tattoos. Yeah. Ooh, oh, yeah, dude. And then Avatar stayed with the saber. Oh my god. Now Zuko would be awesome with a yo bladed lightsaber. Zuko. Zuko yeah. wouldn't he? I mean, I know he's not Sith, but wouldn't yeah, he have a red? That, no. I think that'd be fucking dope it's if he yellow. had a red one. He would have to have red, dude. It's yellow. I know I'll, more I'll about see like a, or would it be or would it be purple? <laughs> Because purple has some red in it. You know, firebenders Ooh. could pretty much make a lightsaber. You know? Yeah, they they do the daggers. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> that was my flame. How, how'd that go again? <laughs> that was my flame sound effect. <laughs> We're just sitting here fantasizing about an Avatar Star Wars crossover. <laughs> they Somebody could make exist. that happen. They could exist in the same universe. It's possible. Anything's possible if you believe. I don't, that would not how how is that possible though? <laughs> Wait, well, the, now the that I'm thinking about huge. that, her name is Corey. 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 Very Man. basic name. Is she from the water tribe? No. Oh yeah, because she's, <laughs> she's got, got a K, a K in, in the name. No. <laughs> no. Just like the Earth King Kui. Oh, that's true. Definitely it, water tribe. It's kind of it's weird. She looks like Ty Lee a little bit. Who's Kui? Who, who are we talking about? Or I mean, the, uh, Corey. Corey. Yeah. Looks, she's the chick with the flail. With the flail. The oh, rock, okay. rock flail. So that's the assassin that tried to kill Zuko. Yeah. Who gets captured? Who's da- who's dating? What's his name? Sneer. Yeah, sneers. and every every sneers. Yeah, every single time that they introduce them as a couple, because sneers is like is like a heavy set kind of like don't know if it's a man or a woman or I, I you know, and that they make a whole point of that. Uh, and every time they introduce them as a couple, the the, the team is like, wait. You're you're with her, really? Yeah. It's like good job, buddy. He's like, he's good like, job. Why does everyone keep saying that? Yeah. <laughs> Poor dude. Yeah, dude. It's, it's like so, goddamn. Yeah, they man. just rip them, rip them apart, dude. Uh, that's dude. normally how I like. That's normally what happens with me. Like, I mean, in anyone. That's kind, like kind of what happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely married up for sure. <laughs> 
is, is that uh, the goal in life? Is he is he like an assassin too? Or he's, he well, sneers. Yeah. See, he's part of the Freedom Fighters. Oh. He, he actually he actually switches sides during the during yeah. the story. And Cora's a Freedom Fighter, or not Cora? Corey. Corey. No, Corey is a, a citizen of Udao. Oh, Corey's okay. the one that. Uh, try to assassinate Zuko, but not a freedom fighter. She's just dating a freedom fighter. Yeah, yeah. There's okay. a group of protesters that want the Fire Nation out. Uh-huh. He sneers as initially leading that protest, but then with, he's switched. with Smellerby and yeah. what's Longshot, Longshot, yeah. And then he swaps sides because of his girlfriend. You know, okay. So uh, I, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of bros before hoes, man. <laughs> God damn it! Wow, <laughs> ain't that a, ain't that a, wait? I can't say that too much. My, my, my wife might hear me. <laughs> Ain't that <a> truth? <laughs> uh, uh, no, sorry. Um, I'm seeing. I'm drawing a lot of like similarities here between um, the Promise and North and South, though, because like there's a very similar conflict in that like they're trying to come together post hundred year war in the, in the Southern Water Tribe, and there's some people who don't like that the Northern Water Tribe's there to help them, and there's some people that don't like that the Earth Kingdom's there to help them, and it creates an internal conflict. That's exactly what goes on. Yeah, it's like, so I get, it's kind of, I mean, I don't want to just keep hating on all the comics because they're really good and we all love them, like, definitely for sure. But, like, it almost seems like they're just reusing a similar theme. I don't think so. I think I think they're developing Republic City, and that takes time. It, it's showing us this long development of, yes. of what becomes Republic City. I'm, that, but I'm saying, I'm saying that the theme of, like, a conflict with... The world post hundred year war is the same kind of essentially the same kind of conflict. It just takes place in the Southern Water Tribe and North and South. I, yeah, it is, and it, and it doesn't include the Fire Lord and the Avatar. It's more like just particular to the Southern Water Tribe. But the conflict at, at at its core is still kind of the same. Yeah, but that's only two out of the six. That's series. true. That's you true. Know. That's true. There is a lot of books. Yeah. So, I I found it interesting that. That Katara came to the same conclusion as Zuko did before Aang did. Don't you dare ship Zutara. What? <laughs> what, what? What conclusion is that? Is that Yudao, um deserves a chance to stay the same, basically? Let them decide their Let own fate. Let them decide their own fate. So... Yeah, I don't know why they didn't, like, walk through the town in the first... Like... It, they didn't ask anybody? They're no. just like... No. It, it, yeah, he's just he's just like yeah, we're re- harmony restoration. You guys gotta go. We gotta separate you. We gotta we gotta segregate you guys. Fire Nation, you get over there. Earth Kingdom, get over here. I like, see that. Whose idea was it? Was I that? I don't. Was that Angus idea? What the harmony restoration movie? Yeah, That's actually a, Sokka's idea. <laughs> no, he he comes up with the name. He comes up with it's, the name. It's yeah. it's uh, Ang, the Earth King, and Prince Zuko are all all decided. They're talking about how how the these uh, Fire Nation colonies are a scar on the Earth Kingdom. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and right. The, the, the Earth King is like, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Zuko. No offense. No offense, Zuko. Oh, but they didn't really ask their constituents how they felt they, about it. Well, no. so that's where the conflict kind of comes out. Yes. Right. Like, hey, wait a minute. We've been here for 100 years. You can't kick me out now. I have family here. I have cousins here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The, so the total, total monarchy kind of stuff. Yeah. Hmm. I said, yeah, you're right. Hmm. So this makes sense how it paves the way for Republic City even more then, because right. now it's a, demo- a democratic system by the time we get to Republic right. City. So yes. we're saying, oh, okay, this monarchy, we can't just be figureheads up here calling shots because it's going to create problems. Right. We have to establish like like a, a, a democratic system to like, make these decisions. Yeah, they, they I think Udon ends up ends up uh, with like an Earth uh, Earth King representative, or like an Earth Kingdom representative and a Fire Nation representative. Oh, okay. 
I think later on. Do we see a uh, democratic society in The Last Airbender? In Korra, we do. Well, in Korra, we do, but I'm talking about in The Last Airbender. Um, I think the closest thing we see to it is going to be like in the Southern Water Tribe, where they, where they kind of value who's the strongest hunter or leader. You know, who's the greatest warrior? Huh. Like Hadoka or or uh, Hakoda or Hakoda Hadoka. Hadoka. <laughs> I think I did. That Isn't on that the like episode. fire blast that uh, that uh, Ryu does in Street Fighter or whatever? <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think it, yeah, it is. It's even spelled. Yeah, no, you swap no. the K and the D. Isn't that how it's spelled though? Uh, I'm drawing a blank right now. I'm not playing Street Fighter. Hadouken. Hadouken. Oh, it's Hadouken. Yeah, there's an N at the end. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, I think that's probably the closest, but it's not a true like voting system. No. Or uh, what about the town? Um, that's why. That's why we call it justice because it's just us. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, great impression. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Who is that? I don't know, but he's also the father from Kung Fu Panda, the crane in Kung Fu Panda. Oh, oh, he's a super yeah. famous voice actor. I think he's a famous uh, actor in general. He's like been in things. I've seen him before. Hmm. Um, yeah, so – but I, we also don't see – a clear transition to that um, – I mean, obviously, there's a lot more content to come out to fill in the gaps. But, like, we don't really see how they establish the true Republic City. Like, we don't see this is Republic City as of today, cut the ribbon kind of thing. Right. You know, like, we don't we don't see that yet. It's just the groundwork for Republic City. Yeah. And so, and so the promise, even from the very first comic, is kind of establishing how that came to be. We just haven't gotten the full story yet. Right. Is that kind of... Yeah. Pretty I much. think we can all kind of agree on that. Yeah. 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 I think we'll get it eventually. I think that's what they're, they're driving to. That's the driving force. So, and you said that uh, the promise here is setting up... Um, which comic? The search. The, the, the search. search at it, the very it, end. It immediately goes into the search because okay. yeah, you, you it ends with uh, and the search is, is Zuko's mom. The search for Zuko's mom. Correct. I, do you watch any like Miyazaki films, like Studio Ghibli films? Um, not like regularly. Have, have you seen but, them? Yeah, yeah, dude. I can't wait to talk about that because the artwork on that, dude. The mother of faces is is straight out of a Miyazaki film. But that's in the Rift. Huh? That's from the Rift. The Mother of Faces. Oh wait, no, she's in. She's in the Search. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's in the Search. Yeah, she's the one that changes her right, face. Right, right. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you haven't read it yet, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, at the it, very end of the comic, though. Uh, at the very end of Promise. Well, yeah. Be- he he brings out Azula from from oh, captivity yeah. and says, yeah. "If I'm going to find her, I need your help." That sounds like a terrible idea. Uh, I don't, I don't think, think it turns out too well for that. <laughs> I think the the plot of Smoke and Shadow really, really proves how well that turned out. But so, I mean, let's 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 go ahead and let's, let's wrap up the story of, of <laughs> the promise. So, um, another big point. Uh, shit, another big point. Of, <laughs> I think you just took a little micro nap. I did. Uh, another big point is. Um, uh, Aang cuts off his connection with Roku. Oh yes. So, um, kind of an overreaction. It, it, <laughs> it everything just seems like it's overreacting in in this yeah in this right here because they're, they're hormonal teenagers, dude. Like, what do you expect? He's just like he's just like I'll never be like you. <clears throat> yeah, it's like I I love my friends. I I like my air nomad nationality. You know, blah blah blah. You're a terrible avatar. I'm. I don't want to talk to you anymore. 
It, I don't know. It just it seems real. Uh, Maybe if you I, were better, your best friend wouldn't have left you on that volcano, buddy. Huh? Did you think of that? Didn't think of that one, did you? So, but you see the resolution of this in the rift, and and uh, the, the advice that Roku gives him after he restores connection to him is that like he can only give him. Uh, information and wisdom based on his own life, past life experiences. So that's true. He he told him that if 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 uh, Zuko gets out of hand, like it doesn't matter that you're you're an air nomad, you're going to have to end him. Mm-hmm. And and uh, Zuko, it, the, his point was that Zuko made <clears throat> made Aang promise him when he was of sound mind. So it was a legitimate question. It was a, little, a legitimate request. And he should honor his friend's request. And so right. Aang is like, no, you're wrong. I'm going to cut off my my connection to you. You suck. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> like, you are the weakest link. Goodbye. Like, really? I'm like, yeah. oh, oh, okay. Okay. But I, <laughs> he's kind of right. Like, he, he does – it is like a new world. The world is changing. He is right. But I think it's a little bit of an overreaction. He's also 14. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, true. And we don't see that reconnection until the rift. Until the rift, yeah. So hmm, yeah, because you, he can't talk to to Yangchen because of his disconnect with Roku. But it seems s- like air nomads are kind of terrible avatars. They're, dicks. They're not good Yang- avatars. Yangchen is like the best. According she's my, to she's my favorite. I, I love Yangchen. She's a good lot. for the people, but like I feel like they're just almost too compassionate. How no, do- they don't have any compassion. Hmm? No. 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 no, they're definitely 100% compassion. Yeah, you're right, you're right. You're to, right. to the point where they let it get in the way of reason or bigger picture. Hmm. Well, I think Aang being so young and having his childhood ripped from him like like it, it was, he probably holds his friendship and his, his yeah. inner circle a lot closer than if, if he would just lived a normal life. That's oh, a, yeah, that's that's a good That's, that's a, a good, good fucking point. point. That's yeah, a good that's point. a real good point. Because he, ha- he has nothing else. He has nothing else. Literally nothing else. Yeah. Oh, hmm. What is he? What is a? Uh, it's lonely being the lead lemur. <laughs> it's lonely being the alpha lemur. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag fuck me, bro. <laughs> Stop it, dude. I just uh, damn. All right, we'll wrap up the promise here in just a minute. Hey. But I did just finish uh, the uh, season two Korra, and I just want to throw this out there because we're talking about art styles. The bending in Korra, way cooler. It's oh, yeah. way so cooler badass. Than even in, Avatar, than even in season two, season four, the bending is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Even Kuvira when she does her little when they're her yeah. little things on top of the train. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's amazing. Hey, there. I'm sorry. Back to the promise. There was one thing that really bothered me in this, and when when Toph first re. It, like basically when she's introduced, Appa's flying over and she launches herself <laughs> onto Appa. I'm like, there's no way in hell that's your so, blind ass no is is, is, is landing on she Appa. She lands on a flying bison. Yes. That, that's yes. totally and she knew where yes. it was coming. That's totally yes. tough. There's that no is, fucking way. That is totally with within her, her character set. I, I can I believe it completely. Yes. No, I, I loved it. You I mean, love the same Toph that like <laughs> has to hold on to soccer when they're would, flying. Yeah, it, it's Michael Jordan shooting a free throw blind or with his eyes closed. It, I mean, it's, she, <laughs> she's that good. She it would it be there. hilarious if she died. <laughs> oh my god, <gosh, laughs> she <laughs> 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 died. <laughs> Death of Toph. Aang's like, what the? What? Sh- that's Toph. Flying that's Toph. Holy shit, get her. <laughs> Splat. <laughs> they all, they all witness it. <laughs> That'd be terrible. Oh my god. <laughs> 
terrible. <laughs> and it was just like <laughs> unclimactic, just out of left field. They're like, oh, well, that's the end. <laughs> I guess that's the end of the NBA. Oh, man. And then you look at the back of the book and see it was written by FCE, and it oh. makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Dead right there. Anyway. Poor master. Of All right, so closing thoughts on the surge, Ricky. The promise. <laughs> definitely not, definitely yeah, the promise. The, surge. the promise, Ricky. <laughs> I uh, it had a lot of really cool action sequences that I liked. When when Aang enters the Avatar state at the very end, you actually have it right there. He creates like this giant chasm all around, all around. Uh, he Yudao. he kind of separates um, the Fire Nation and the Earth Kingdom this in the same way that Kiyoshi. You know, uh, separated the land. Yeah. He just like built a, a rift, a, a rift between the two nations. Right, yeah. right. But and then Zuko tries to kill himself. Well, he he basically does a Chin the Conqueror fall. Yeah, no, Uh-oh. he he lit, he purposefully fell into the hole. Yeah, n- full knowing that Aang was going to go down there and get him. Yeah, like come it's on, kind of dramatic. What kind of dramatic shit is that? It seems like every yeah, you are right, dude. Everything's I haven't even read it. It seems like overreaction. It, on it everything. Really yeah, it really is. He so he goes he goes into the Avatar state and and he separates the he gets in, in between the the two nations and Zuko's like yeah you're right I'm bad I'm just like my father I want to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> come on. <laughs> It's just kind of, it is kind of ridiculous. None of, the, the, none of the that matters, take... does it? I'm doing exactly what my father would have done. Dude. He didn't chill, go to Hyrule at out, all bro. during this. Like, come on. I could, Yeah, I could see how that would I be. think a lot of people, they kind of, you know, our main characters, Aang and Zuko, kind of both act out of character in this book. I don't know if it's out of character. It, yeah. I don't know. Maybe we're just seeing like a season of conflict in them. A little in dramatic. Them. It's, yeah. a little, it's a little dramatic, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, what did you have anything? But it was good. Did you have any uh, was... anything? Uh, oh, sorry. So you're saying overall you enjoyed the book? Though? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 good, and the action sequences are pretty cool. I really like Corey. Corey was a sick character. I Corey see, was. A sick, I want yeah, to see more of her. I would like to see more of her. I or even that style of of like bending. Right. That'd right. be cool. Yeah. yeah, like using your bending in a weapon. That'd be dope. Other yeah. than firebenders using it to like shoot off off of an airship or something. Yeah, we don't like really that. see that, do we? What? Like a weapon like that. That um, Zuko uses like his swords to bend. He does bend fire with it, doesn't uh, he? Yes. Yeah. Yep, yep, yeah. Yep. I've always liked. I always liked that. And then Aang talks about you, you. We don't see it, but he talks about like a wind sword. Well, he uses a staff too. I guess. Oh yeah, obviously. But... So anyway, you're wrong. Um, but, we don't... <laughs> <laughs> but it's definitely way cooler with Earth. Yeah, but, yeah. Earthbenders I mean, doing it. What I'm saying is, you Zuko can create fire. He doesn't need a sword to create fire. He just he right. ha- he has a flaming sword because he creates he produces fire around his sword. Right. Okay. Corey has a a rock at the end of a chain and she uses it to manipulate and go wherever the hell she wants. That's OP as fuck. It would it's be kind of like it's kind of like uh, Yondu. Uh, yeah. Okay. From, yeah, from that's exactly Guardians what it's of like. the Galaxy. Yeah, dude. This, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, nice little whistle. <laughs> I can't whistle like that. Really? No. Bitch. <laughs> a little bit of an overreaction on your part. Um, I, I I would like to see a fire whip, like like don't, I'm talking like we like, see that like in, a Balrog in the in the boiling rock, don't we? Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Right. Dang it. 
You're wrong. <laughs> I'm right again. Balance is restored. <laughs> You're right. It is very Balrog. Yeah. You shall not pass. You're so dumb. Fly, you fools. And also, <laughs> also, also with the circus guy, the circus that Appa gets stuck in, he uses Oh, a yeah. Whip. He does use a fire You're whip. You're so wrong. God dang it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note... As Ian, was there anything else? You any closing statements on the book? What did you think about it overall? I really did like it. I liked it a lot. Um, I, everyone overreacted, like I said before, but I think uh, art style was fantastic. Uh, if you're going to read it, pick up the library edition. You have to have it because the annotations on the side kind of give a, 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 a broader aspect of the world that they're trying to tell. Yeah, I think it's a good place to start the post post. Hundred Year War content. It's a it's a good start, and I think I think the other books are improvements. Yes. So oh, that's a good way to put it. So at least you get the one that's kind of weak out of the way first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then you get them all knocked out, and then you get the Toffs NBA, and you're like, what the shit? <laughs> read the Promise before you read Toffs NBA. Okay, definitely. Yeah, that's good to know. I would say read the Promise and then read the Search before NBA. Okay, that's good. Okay. Yeah, because that's really the history of the school. This is just, I don't even know what that is. Anyway, it's just a, a yeah. side tale. A little filler tale. It yeah. belongs in this book. It belongs in the side of the Lost Adventures. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense because it is one of the shorter comics too. So Yeah, it really does. That's where that's where you could put it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on that note, uh, is there anything else we wanted to touch on? Should nope. we wrap it up? Should Remember to, uh, to uh, comment, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the the Cabbage Cart Podcast and Instagram. Follow Triforce AZ on Instagram. Uh, you ready to get out of here? Yep. Let's get out of here. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. This week on The Cart, we discuss The Promise. Ian, what are your thoughts on that, sweetie? <laughs> sweetie? You guys are giving me oogies. Well, then. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it, guys. You give me the oogies. Well, then. <laughs> I'm your host, Austin. I'm Ian. <laughs> I'm Ricky. And this is the Cabbage Cart Podcast. Why did I go full Elton John on that one? <laughs> this week on The Cart, we discuss the promise. Uh, Ian, what are your thoughts on that, sweetie? Did you just bat your eyes at me? 